Let's drone out. Tony, do you want to do you want to do an intro and then I'll do one after you? No, you do it. You do the intro. Someone doesn't like me drinking chocolate milk, so uh, <laughs> oh, <well>, guys, just <laughs> whoops, couldn't find any Doritos. I'm glad it's soya. Well done. Well, we're having curry cat tonight or kitten. I don't know. What? Why have you got that name? It's it's pretty easy. It was. It was I couldn't find a name. You know, back on the internet, way back when you might have first got into it, like years ago, and some something like Hotmail, but not Hotmail, and it said create a username, and I was like, oh, I've got I've got my modem, AOL, thirty three k, and it's I AOL or BT Connect, uh, something. Anyway, I put my name in as Wayne. It's like this name's not available. I was like, what? How many people are there here? So I looked around the room looking for inspiration. Uh, eventually, I saw my cats, which were called Cormor and Madras. I tried putting those names in, and they were taken. And eventually, I came up with Curry Kitten as a weird, just literally looking around my room, trying to put two words together, which might not have been taken. And that's it. Because as soon as you have a name and you've used it more than once, you have to stick with it. So that that is the slightly bizarre reason for Curry Kitten. Okay, on that note, you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And tonight we're joined by Curry Kitten, who's a UK reviewer and also joined by the classic people, NJ. Hello. Tony. Bonjour. He says that a lot. I don't know why. Can you hear me tonight, everyone? Please comment. Uh, I will give the link of the chat in a sec. But, uh, yeah, I thought I'd invite you on because um, when I first got into the RC world, um, you were one of the people who first come up and you've got, like, little insightful bits of information and I just really the channel and I'm still subscribed. And you came up the other day with, um, you know, your flying wing pass-bys and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I must get you on. <laughs> I think I think people will like you. But that's very rare. People that meet me generally don't like me. So I can put Why? on my phone for the videos. Oh, I'm really grumpy and I don't get on with people. I but I, I like try that. and make myself look friendly. <laughs> Most of yeah, the time. I, I, uh... Did you start watching them? Because when I was start, started doing it, it was literally um, my journey, which wasn't very insightful. It was just me crashing my tricopter over and over and over again and taking home bags of bits and going to B&Q every night to get new legs and stuff. That's that's why I found you, because you were a fellow tricopter enthusiast, and that's what it was. I remember your 450 days and that, and, you know, the, the, the KK2 behind you from the Hobby King build as well. Oh, that was so. fun, yeah. No, the original KK board was lots of the fun. I, I, I try to, because when I meet up with new people now, and they're like, you know, oh, I don't know, this board's a bit dodgy. It's only an F3. And I was like, you know, yeah, you, you've got it tough. And now I sound like a really old man, don't I? So like back in back in my day, we had to, like, use a screwdriver to change our pids <laughs> when we had KK yeah. boards. Yeah. None of this self-leveling nonsense. Uh, t- Tony, Tony only never used self-leveling because he couldn't get it to work. So he had to, like, fly normally <laughs> from the get-go. 
Thanks, Jack. Well, I'm just saying, I was letting everyone know. I was like, you fly, what, you fly Acro already? And he's like, yeah, I can get the other thing to work. <laughs> it was, it was like, <laughs> Ooh, I, I remember when they brought out the KK2 and they're like, we've got self-level mode and it was like flying through treacle. You pushed the stick all the way forward, it's like, uh, like this. Well, we've yeah. got the maker of Clint Fly in the chat, which was a guy who made his own... Uh, uh, own code and it was just the copter would maintain self-level so in order to move he added a delay so it would move and then self-level and then move <laughs> and then self-level it was like one of those dodgy boats so uh yeah i reckon when we have clean flight on and then get him to like give his code to clean flight so he can laugh have you still got a tricopter has everybody got a tricopter still because i, I sold it started. oh because I flew mine the other day on, right. on a, a kind of thing I'm doing, will it still fly? Because I was interested to know. Because I'd always liked it. I liked the way they were, they're not like a quad, are they? The, the way they sort of turn is more sort of, a little bit like a plane. It's sort of very graceful turns when it's right. But I had... Yeah, seen... and they're all... They can actually turn a lot a lot faster than a traditional quad, obviously, because you yeah. instead of having the uh, the RPM difference for, for changing, which is relatively quite slow uh, or torque differential, the, uh, the just being able to angle that 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 uh, the rear part of the tricopter means that they can actually whip round incredibly fast. Um, but yeah, I agree; they have a completely different feel. They are lovely, but I had real rose tinted spectacles on about my one a piece of crap back there, mostly because it, it's all components i bought in 2011 2012 and i still got them and um i sort of you know i cut it with a a, a sort of a hand file on a piece of fiberglass and stuff but that was that was horrible <laughs> it's flying like a dog so i've still got i want to go back and visit it again and put put a proper flight control on i say what, proper. what happened what to um david what's his name whose surname's gone out Windsor, yeah so his didn't didn't he he wrote some custom firmware for tricopters, right? Or he was working with a group of people that were. Yeah, he's got a specific tricopter firmware. Yeah. Which runs on the sort of, you know, the normal Nays style boards. Yeah, standard I, targets. I've never used it. But yeah. uh, I, I, it'd be interesting to see how that performs. Mm. I, I have. It's um the the other thing as well is they've got like a, 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 a hall effect sensor in the back of the um uh, the servo, so you've got essentially wire, and um, it's very that that it gave it gave way to things called uh, things like tail tune and stuff like that, and um, very very interesting. A custom script called um, uh, Light Luca, L A U U K A, or post. The link in the chats. Apparently, the tricopter is really good for nice, flowy filmography stuff. I I don't know whether because my one was tuned, not I didn't get around to tuning mine, but it flew like a wing. It the kind of squirrel a little bit. Yeah, they do. Your thing, if it sort of upsets itself, especially back on the old KK2, you get this your waggle, so you're sort of going around like this. Mm. Sort of flies along. I call it squirrely. <laughs> I think that's a good. Yeah, one. I think those um, much like helicopter tail tail servos, they need to be a very very quick uh, servo uh, with a very quick response time. Will will kind of help a little bit with the oscillations on the tail. Um, that's that's what I tend to find uh, messing around with them. 
but yeah, they do kind of have that. They're very they've got a very small tuning envelope um, in the in the yaw, um, and you can get that that kind of D term style flutter um, if you don't find that the sweet spot's quite tricky to, to nail. Yeah, what not, I found is how quickly. Not good for racing then. Sorry, say again. Not good for racing then. <laughs> It'd be good fun. I don't know if I could fit mine for a racing gate. It's like this big. It's got 11-inch props on it now. It makes oh, this wow. really good sound. Though. It's like... <laughs> it I've, I've got a, um, a Tricopter F1, David Windersall Tricopter F1 board, if you want it. I live it on eBay. No one's bought it. If you want it, email me your address, and you can, I'll send it to you. All right, that's cool. But it should, mine should just work off one of my... I've got like an original Naze thing. That should be fine. Because yeah. the... Yeah. The ESCs in it won't support, like, you know, one shot even or anything, so. Oh, man, less of that talk. PWM. <laughs> That's where it was. Our, one of our viewers is saying that their um, cod is on your bed. It looks like it might be getting fixed. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it's over there. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, what happens is, Diggy Dan gives me the quad, but not the quad project box. Um Chris has called us the C word again. Um, thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Someone should make it. Oh, no, he is already a moderator. That's how you become a moderator in this chat. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, have I missed loads in the chat? People saying hello. Yeah. I've, I've, Clint, I have messaged you a link in the chat so you can fill us in what happened with the. Did you like your tops, Prony? Who? Did you like what I did there? Did like that's, props, that's, that's what I like to drink now. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm wearing a top. Yep, the Let's Drone Out tops have arrived. Um, NJ, we will get you one done. I'm really sorry about it. <laughs> Marvellous. Look forward to I feel it. like I've overlooked you. What size shirt are you? And, um, and do you want it? Do you want it? fitted like tony said i think yeah. tony wants to look <laughs> at your your abs and your arm <laughs> you better start working out son um yeah I, I i don't even know yeah small medium something like that okay. you can't have small mate it's got to be yeah he wants to get the guns out boy <laughs> to, do you want me to get it, it like a wife beater printed for you instead <laughs> well yeah oh right yeah the actual uh cut out sleeves and can you get an ldo yeah. string vest is that is that a thing Totally. <laughs> Just You'll get be... the regular T-shirt and rip the sleeves off. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the right exactly. There is that a couple of T-shirts right with um, holes in the back if you want some of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> you could sew one of them up. <laughs> now. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, that brings me on to... Hang on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I think you can put, put the... I think they're going to be like 20 quid each, these LDO, um, LDO T-shirts. So if you fancy them... Um, let us know in the chat or email us, please. Right. So we have a, uh, a medium-sized shirt like the one that Tony's wearing. Tony, please show us your nipples. In for a chance of winning this. Um, and all you've got to do is there's two different ways you can enter. Uh, one, over 18, I would like a... A sort of Photoshop, if you've got good Photoshop skills or you're a good drawer or you're very creative, I would like 
a picture that I can have on my desk of Tony, your envision of Tony naked. Um, don't try and jazz him up. I want it honest, raw, so hey, that Joey, I can I kind of have it. This. I have no idea what he's talking about. It's some sort of Tony deterrent, so I can like lick it and like kiss it and put like put lipstick on and be like goodbye horses playing and stuff. So I can kind of use it as a Tony repellent for my bench to get Tony away from me. And if it makes me chuckle, you're in for a chance of winning. Um, so this time next week, uh, the winners will be announced and you post it onto the Let's Drone Out Facebook page, which is, I guess, type in Let's Drone Out on Facebook. <laughs> so well done, Jack, all of this. You've really thought of this really well. But yeah, just post it on there. And if you make me laugh or you send me a good naked photo of Tony, you're in for a chance of winning. That's or part, if you part don't of the competition is actually being able to get it to you, They're trying to find a way. Each. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or but if you're stuck in Tony's you, timeline. You, ju you just start talking and then NJ just rolls his eyes and I was like, oh my God, he's saying something ridiculous. Should I, should I have, like, run it past you, NJ? <laughs> I'm not getting involved in this competition whatsoever. Actually, no, I'm happy to judge. I'm happy to judge the, the artwork, um, but I'm not stating the rules. That's, it sounds like you've, you've put some thought into this, Jack, so I'll, I'll leave that one with you. <laughs> yeah, you do sound like a little bit of a robot. I do? Yeah, you've got some interfering on your uh, mic. Anyone else getting that? Yep. Yeah, it's like a crackle. Uh-oh. It sounds like something's shorting out. Okay, I'll try and fix it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tony, do you not approve? I, I really don't mind. You can do what you want. I, I, you know what I'm like. I'm, I, I'm chi I don't care. They're great. They're great t-shirts. If you don't want to do any of that, you can just buy them for twenty pounds. No, fifteen. They're twenty. Fifteen. Prefer my price. <laughs> I'm bootlegging Let's Grown Out shirts. They're 20, not 15. Some people to actually buy them. Look, you can either buy We them. don't know how you can buy them, but email me, Brighton Till I Fly, if you really do want one, and I will figure out a way for you to pay us. <laughs> At the moment, I'm taking orders. Don't just order one if you're not going to pay for it. It's <laughs> How's my microphone now? Does that sound better? Uh, that sounds whoa, better than hello. NJ, thank you. Whoa, NJ. I've plugged my proper microphone in, my proper condenser. Yes. There we go. Oh, my God, <laughs> man. What the hell? It sounds like you should be doing, like, you know, women's um, romance novels, you know, for, like, audio books. <laughs> oh, where did this come from? <laughs> oh, God. This What's happening Jack now? just on milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please, someone take away the Imagine milk. Imagine having a drink. Um, he was on about that the other day and then I told him why I don't drink and he's like, oh my God, never drink. Uh, I'm trying to go off topic as much as possible to annoy someone. And it's for Tony, which is more like four minutes. Not tonight. Yeah, come on. So, uh, Curry Kitten, as you're Hello. our guest tonight, I don't know how much you know about us or even care. <laughs> yeah, it's flat. And he, he, like. he believes in aliens, ghosts. Uh, he reckons global warming's from the government spraying things with planes. 
Um, uh, I just feel like they're actually aqua spraying now. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, he thinks the queen's a lizard. <laughs> so, like, yeah, if you your chance to like ask Tony how he thinks the world. Yeah. So uh, feel free. I'll set a timer for ten minutes and let Tony go on a bit of a rant. Too long. I think we should not do this anymore. This segment. <laughs> All right, two minutes. Just ask him a question, please. Corrigan should be shut down. Is is Tony David Ike? Is what's <laughs> That's the my best friend? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I'm guessing. <laughs> Oh, Jack's gone. Even that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> yeah, we've lost Jack massively. Right, like, you've won a t-shirt. Jack lost. T-shirt's coming to you. I never thought. I, I like. I knew it would be a bit of a train wreck getting Curry Kitten on. He, he's, he's just like, what the hell have I signed up for? It's great. He's embracing it so much. This is everything I ever dreamed of. It's, it, it, it's so weird because my other half of watching. Um, like oh, I watch FPV videos on YouTube. I also like the sort of sceptical community stuff. So the sort of stuff that Tony believes in is like, oh my god, we're <laughs> we're trapped, and it's no good talking to him. If hi Tony, don't don't be offended. If you're anything like any of the people I've watched, you can show them all the evidence you you can see, and it's like this this is clearly not true, and you're delusional. Do you see that? No. But so there's no arguing with them, is there? Not really. He he can just be in his happy little world and. Oh, please, just give us, give, give us your best shot. Ask him anything, me, please. So, uh, how can you tell someone's a lizard? What are the, what are the warning signs? Eyeballs. They, is it the eye thing? In the sun and stuff? Yeah, the eyeball pulls. They're like cats. They're that, they're that way and not that way. Yeah, I'd have noticed that, surely. <laughs> you, have to, you have to video them and slow it down really slowly. Look at NJ now. He's like... <laughs> Found out that he is one. Look, she's Elizabeth, right? So she affectionately gets referred to as Liz. Is is that where the lizard thing is? There's some connection there. In You're fact, good. you can jo- you can join us anytime. <laughs> How many of you are there? <laughs> Tony, right? You know, like lizards, right, and humans, right? Humans don't have tails. So what do the lizards do with tails? Because, like, is she, like, tucking like a reverse transvestite? Oh, I have no idea what transvestites do. Does she cut it off? Or how do you get the lizard? Or is it a mini normal lizard inside? You know, like the men in black little weird alien inside? <laughs> is it like a little mini lizard robot? Then the what's the deal with the eyes? Lizards got cow vision. You know, like, they're on the side of the head. How do they move their eyes to the front? Let's ask people in the chat. I think this segment should be over now and we should go back to talking about FPV oh, and all things. You've right. got one minute and ten seconds. Come on, Tony. How do we get a lizard to find a person? Make it up. See, when they're threatened, lizards can drop their tails. So maybe it's like that's what they do. How are they threatened? They're in places of power. See, I would have gone as well with like, surely if you want to hide your eyes, you just wear posh contact lenses none of this like oh watch out don't be filmed by any slow motion cameras sort of thing that's a bit too much to think about (laughs) (laughs) jack's enjoying himself that's all i'm talking about 
Exactly. You and Carl Pilkington together would blow our minds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Um, right, that's enough. <sighs> Can't I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I'm taking a piss out of everyone. Let's get back to business. Yeah, no worries. I've got a really, so, really neat link off the back of that now. We can go on to something different. Uh, so apparently, um, uh, Andrew actually linked this, linked this um, before we came on. So there is a drone flight that's been done underground um, in the uh, London streets. Uh, so I'll just pop a link to that actually in the chat. So you can check that thing out. Um, <clears throat> uh, but it says, sit back and watch the mesmerising footage of a drone flying through the Crossrail tunnels under London. Um, for footage courtesy of Crossrail. So they've actually put, got something probably like an Inspire or similar that they've uh, flown down all the all the way down to the uh, the underground tunnels and in and around the network, which looks quite interesting. Um, so yeah, no height restrictions on that when you're in negative numbers. I know someone who's yeah. flown in the sewers. Yeah, that was traumatising. Probably not the same. But, yeah. No. It wasn't there a car that was evading the police the other day and he drove into a, 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 a underground train uh, railway tunnel and then got stuck? Sounds, a bit, uh, sounds, sounds a bit Italian that. job to me. Yeah, I know. It is true, though. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, has anyone? Yeah, have you seen like turtle mode? And, you know, What's that? Beta flight of doing turtle mode. Turtle mode. Oh come on, guys! You must have heard of turtle mode. I've heard of turtle mode. It's when you crash your quad upside down, and oh, the, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. the accelerometer apparently only works on D shot though, not multi shot, one shot, or anything like that. You have to have D shot enabled. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested to see how that how that works out because I could I can see that potentially frying some some ESCs. They've got some very very quite well. I've seen a couple of videos on it and people crash and then flick a switch so you you reverse all your props. Mm -hmm. Basically, you could fly upside upside down if you wanted to. Flick a switch, crash, flick a switch, and then give it a flick on the throttle and it will flip your quad back over and then flick the switch back and then you can fly off. And they're also using the um, motors as a um, buzzer. So you can yeah, that will... buzzer on a switch as well. Okay. You can make, you can make the motors beep on a yeah, switch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could obviously in BL Heli settings, you've been able to do that for a long time in terms of a, a, a set period, but that's yeah, quite so interesting to put it on a it switch. On yeah, yeah. Uh, at certain strengths, again, with certain ESCs, that's actually potentially not a great idea. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, and it's the same, with, you know, it very much depends on the surface that you land on in terms of the turtle mode thing and being able to flip it back over. And again, on the wrong type of ESC, you could actually do some damage there. So I'd imagine that's going to be more with the newer generation of ESCs, uh, especially moving forward with things like the BL32 uh, ESCs um, that have very, very good and accurate kind of stuck prop detection and things that won't stop it trying to fire up and, and fry anything. So, yeah, I've watched watched that with with great interest to see that see that become. The, a I thought all the ESCs could be reversed. Yeah, you can you can reverse all ESCs, but um, some of them 
it's, it's not about reversing it. It's about reversing it on the floor in grass or something where if you haven't got the other parameters of that set up right, the ESC will just fry itself trying to start that motor up in, you know, it's trying to kick it in, startup power's kicking in, trying to turn the prop. And um, if that's not handled sensitively, um, you could you could just fry the uh, fry the ESC. So, yeah, it um, sounds like... What do you think is... Anything in D shot and not multi shot or anything like that. Um, I don't on. think multi shot would probably bother to to write something like that now. I think everything's kind of moving forward with 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 D shot now as the, the 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 digital protocol, especially because you don't need to calibrate them anymore. And you know, one. I guess we're speaking. Sorry. Can... Please talk. Oh, sorry. No, I was just about to say, yeah. It, it, it sounds like a good thing, apart from, like, as uh, Andrew said, if you land in anything but the perfect, you almost got to land upside down, like just teetering, perfectly balanced, so you can take off again. Because anything other than, like, you know, flat stuff, you're going to get grass caught and stuff. Also, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I crash, and even if I like, flip, and it's like, oh, I'm the right way up, I'll take off again. Then I come into land, and I was like, where's my HD camera gone? And then I have to spend the next two hours like, where did I crash again? And walking around trying to find all the bits that actually came off and stuff. That's a very I good point. I don't necessarily trust it. Like, I can take off again. I'm, like, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to walk over. Then I'm going to pick up all the little bits that came off. It's yeah, cool. I mean, we, me encourage it. Like, I remember the days where you couldn't reverse prop direction with software. You had to desolder two wires and swap them around. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know you'd unsold two of them and be like, oh, which order are they, were they in again? You know. <laughs> you, you can do it as well because what you do, you'd, you'd set your quad up and you do all your soldering. And rather than, because if the motors have wires that are all like on a sort of flat thing and they all come out at one thing, you can kind of figure out, okay, it's going to run this way. But sometimes they just come in this bundle. So you'd take the opportunity and you would just wire them up. And you see how it goes. And sometimes you can get every single motor the wrong direction, perfectly in the wrong direction. You have to change every single one back again. Massive pains. But yeah, yeah I've the, been the there, new generations of making quads is so easy. I mean, do you guys even pit tune anymore? Or do you just like, yeah, it works. You just do some super eight tuning and that's, that's it. Yeah, I, th I think that's very. It's certainly closer to the way things are going now. Base flight needs a lot less, uh, you know, a lot less tuning from stock pids race flight were arguably one of the first that came along and just you know straight out the box it was excellent so yeah it's 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 an absolutely valid point <clears throat> it's good as well because people stop writing on comments can you share your pids and then you don't have to go through this whole thing about you don't want my pids because my pids aren't going to work yeah. for you necessarily it's You've just got like got different motors and a different quad and a different ESE and a different propeller and loads of solder blobs all over the place which might make a difference <laughs> So, um, Betaflight are also doing different profiles. So, I've read on a chat, a mate told me about this, whereas you can have one highly tuned, so you, it's really great for when you're flying, and then if you um, crack, got bent props, you can put it onto another profile, what sorts out yellow that you would get, and then if you crash even worse you can put it on another profile all on a switch well that's interesting uh, one. And it, has anyone done any of that yet well i i used the, what happens the normal profile things that we talking about to do i i used to do it when when i didn't when i couldn't tune 
uh, in the field. I used to go down and I'd like set profile one for this set of PIDs, profile two for this set of PIDs, see which one's better and come back again. But I've never ever thought of um, this is like, oh, the, the props are all bent profile as opposed to, oh, maybe I should just change the props. But it's an interesting one. Yeah, I think Fair it's like about that. people using it for racing. So if they've crashed, the, they've got a really good tune. And if they crash and then know they've taken back off and uh, bent props, they can switch profile where the, I don't know, the gyro does less or whatever or does more. Not yeah, I think you just turn the sensitivity down of everything so yeah. that it's uh, it'll feel a little bit less uh, connected, but you'll be able to fly and without yeah, horrific oscillation. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I no, quite like that. That's not a bad idea. I'm going to write that down on my sticky note as a to-do list. Take this down, Jack. I've done something good. All right. Ignore ignore aliens and lizards. Write down <laughs> profiles <laughs> for crashing. I like that. Thank you. I can go now. You can go now. You're excused. <laughs> no, I've, written, I've written it down. Race might fly shit no matter what position the switch is in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Curry Kim, what, what got you into uh, what got you into the hobby? <clears throat> Wasn't you a video gamer first, from what I remember? Yes, I still am. And, and then you my got... YouTube channel was about that because um, the YouTube channel got started by accident. We had. Um, we had a website called gameendings.co.uk where we literally we'd record a game ending because we, we were talking about it on like gaming forums. Like you spent like 40 hours playing some big RPG. You'd watch the ending and then you'd carry on and like, oh, n nobody, nobody remembers the ending. So we thought, oh, we'd try uh, capturing them and putting them on a website. And this was like about one year before YouTube came along. So all, all the endings looked terrible because we compressed them down to nothing so people could download them. And then we noticed people started uploading onto YouTube. So I shoved my my stuff onto YouTube. And it was YouTube that got me into sort of flying. Just you know when you're on YouTube and you like you click a link and a recommended one comes up. And before you know it, you're like you're watching, you know, dogs dancing and stuff, and you're like, it's or not lizards. Like for, or lizards. Queens. You, you learn everything. So I caught um I caught one of David uh, Winnerstill's videos um on his tricopter stuff. And I'd, I'd been kind of interested in RC when I was a kid. And, um, I mean, you guys are all a lot younger than me. But back back in the day, back when I was a lad, when you I got... I don't know, Tony is prehistoric. Well, when you got your radio-controlled car, it, 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 like, used six, like, A batteries, those big ones. And, like, your mum and dad would only get you one set for Christmas. And so your <laughs> your entire radio-controlled cars would be, like, ten minutes, and that's it. Well, you know... Birthday's coming up yeah, soon. Tony's first batteries were clay pots. <laughs> <laughs> the Iraqi battery, mine was. Um, yeah. So, so it was only because David's website had such um, good information. <laughs> like, this is how you build a tricopter, literally, start to start. These are the pieces you need. That's what you want to do. And, like, literally me with no idea what I'm doing and no radio control stuff could uh, put it together. It's just like, you go to B&Q, you get these planks of wood. There's some place called Hobby King you buy some stuff from. I borrowed a radio, um, but yeah, the, like the first, the first flights I had were all awful. Um, I I was trying to reverse channels on the radio once, and I reversed the throttle, and the thing jumped up in the air and hit me in the head. <laughs> That's never good. No, I, I'd like to say I've never done that since, but it's you know two or three times been bad. It just progressed from there, really. So tricopters led to like the four fifties because everybody had like a NASA quad at some point. And then it was um, 
Bruce on RC Model Reviews did that. He had a really big video about this is how you build an AXN. I thought, well, I don't know anything about flying planes, but I'll like he he telling me how to build it, so I'd, I'll do that. And that ended up in a tree after a day and crashed a lot. And it's just been going since. Everything and anything I can get hold of and stick a camera on it, I will do so for some bizarre reason. It's the, it's the video game endings. You're like, I don't want to miss this. <laughs> I spent all this time playing like um, and building and, you know, and then to finally get to the end of buying, I want to kind of relive it. Yeah. Get home with broken parts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, vi- the videos would come out at the start from, um, like, I was, I started doing like the tricopter thing i couldn't find some parts like where do you find a piece of carbon rod from i literally had no idea and um, i found i mm. found a forum and like a, a bunch of guys had built uh, tricopters like yeah i found it so i was putting up a video every time i flew i was like okay all this happened and went wrong today and i crashed because of this and they'd sort of give advice and half the time it's like give up you're, you're <laughs> it's just doing awful you're doing something fundamentally wrong go and see someone who knows how to fly which kind of gets my back up because i like to just like ah screw that you know I'll, try, I'll work it out for myself uh and so yeah the videos then grew from me doing that to, to weirdly people say how did you do that i was like i don't know just doing it because I, I speak with absolutely no authority that i know anything about anything i just like i'm bumbling my way through here's what i did see how it works for you sort of thing yeah that's what jack does <laughs> He's, he's got it on a, on a much better bumbling thing than me. He's, he's 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 completely faking it that he doesn't know what he's doing. Brilliantly. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, well, I mean, the day uh, Tony did get enough on me because I needed Tony's help, and there's nothing worse and more humbling than asking <laughs> Tony for help. I got my uh, quad stuck in a tree. In order to get it down, I had a like tripod stool, and I was throwing the tripod stool out, but we couldn't get the stool out. So then I had to ask Tony to help me get my stool out of the tree, in which Tony filmed the whole thing, and (laughs) he wished that I'd never got into this hobby, really. I think more humbling than... Because of that... You know what? He called yeah. me down and said, "Can you bring your pole?" Right, I've, I, I, I'm a, I'm a glazing hygienist, and I um, window cleaner. I've got some very big poles, and I can rescue. I normally rescue quads out of trees, and I've got some. I've had some pretty um, high quad rescues where I've taken poles and rescued, rescued quads out of trees and poked them out of trees with my big pole, and. Um, I got a call from Jack. Can he rescue? I've got my. He, he got his quad down, but got his seat stuck in a blooming tree. And um, I went down and rescued his seat, which I could have actually paid. I, I would have rather PayPal'd him £3 seat than drive down there and poke it out of a tree. It was ridiculous. You know, them cheap. Why did Tom Smith get famous from. No, they're not. They're like four whole pounds. It was a monumental screw up by me, and I pay dearly. I've never seen anything you post get that many comments about me. I was having a bad week. You know, we got we got screwed over by someone. 
a spotter and I got my seat stuck in the tree. Yeah, but who throws their quad seat into a tree? Do you throw anything? <laughs> I did the same. When my plane got stuck in a tree, I found, I found some short lengths of rope. And I thought, oh, I can, I can tie these together. And I was looking around trying to find, I found a spanner. So I was like, you know, lassoing up. And all that happened is I had a plane stuck in a tree, two bits of rope with spanners hanging down like Christmas decorations. And it's just like, <laughs> so I put a video out and people were commenting, fly your tricops up to get the plane down. It's like, there's going to just be this pile of models all stuck in the tree, one trying to get the next one. And we're just, eventually the tree, well, I just suppose will fall over from the weight of it all and that would work. But yeah, eventually I got helping with a guy with a, a very big pole and a rope. <laughs> that is yeah. Good. NJ, what have you been working on, man? Not Me? getting stuck in trees. <laughs> I love, I love fresh. Frank. Frank's got <laughs> Frank put up a official official bootleg LDO T-shirt sold by Let's Drone Out. Fifteen pound was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Where's the link? Put it in the chat. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, man. Let, let him let him have his issue fit. Oh mate, I'm sorry. Frank, that's fucking hilarious. Can you link can you put that in the live? Can you put that in the live chat? And yes, curry kitten, what are you working on? And then NJ, can you tell us what you're working on as well, please? I am so far behind on some mainly some fixed wing builds. I had this um I've got this one called the Mini Race Wing which is interesting because it uses, um, I don't know if you've seen it, this is the centre section of the wing. It's basically like um, wow. your, your quad frame type thing. Is that It's the F40 with the T-Mo. Yeah, that's, that's uh, an F, what is it? Yeah, it's an F80. And um, oh, sorry. it's got these little things, so if you hit something, the wings fly off is the idea. So it's like the, the, the wing you're not scared of crashing. That's nearly finished. And I had Who's this, that made by? Um, miniracewing.com miniracewing.com okay. yeah the, the two guys in Germany I, I did a bunch of videos about it because they seem to be trying to do something a bit different and I thought it was quite innovative uh, I think a few people have done this sort of centre sections before but they, they had it on a Kickstarter and their Kickstarter failed and they eventually managed to bring it out and I thought oh, that's interesting I, I, I like the idea of it and that's going to be like a, a speed build uh, as, as in a fast wing because it should do like 100 and something on 4S which I think would be fun. And I've got this massive 2.6-metre glider that I've been working on for yonks um, because it's too Didn't big. did you have that out in the garden and it was yeah. just, like, massive and you've shown it before? You're having trouble with the servos at one point? Can we I mean, see one wing? Uh, it's in another room. I can, I can get the bits of wing. I'd like to see it. All right, hang on. <laughs> Please hold. Yeah, Curry, Curry Kitten's an interesting guy, man. He just gets up to stuff. I might actually have a little look. <laughs> I want to see his big wing. I should have. Do you know what? Do you know what I'm, why I'm falling down tonight? I haven't looked back at, through his old videos. So I can't remember some of the questions that I have for him. And that's what I'm, what I'm struggling with. Because he's going there. Uh, uh, you know, he's, he's doing the, yeah, Skyhook INAV testing. So he's built like a little little model out 
to see if everything's working for that. So he's working on INAB as well, which I need to ask him about. Um, what else has he been up to? Range testing the Earsheen TX-03. So FPV'd his dog. That's a good one for you, Tone, if you want to have a little look at that. When Junior gets better, you could FPV him. This is why I don't keep it in this room. This is one wing. It's too big to get in shot. Wow, that is quite big. And the fuselage itself is huge, which is this thing. Battery there, flight controller there, wings out here. What is it called? Um, This is a Skyhook, it's called. Skyhook Discovery. I look forward to seeing that fly. Yeah, me and you both. <laughs> How long have you been working on that? Well, I've had it for like a month, but it's it's kind of like, you know, other stuff sort of comes in and you're like, oh, that's a quad and that's quite quick to do, so I'll do that. Yeah. So I've got as far as make it, mounting the motor, I've just got the servos going in because I had this whole thing about this. You've got these servo covers and the servos hold the servo covers hold the servos and then they screw on. And I thought, oh, that's a really good system. But there's nothing in the wing to actually get the self-tapping screws to bind. So I talked to um, the guy that designed it. He said, oh, no, no. We told the Chinese manufacturers not to put the little mounts in there, but they did it anyway. It's like, oh, right, so you just rip those out, do you, and then stick them in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's getting there. But it's... it's don't put the what in? You don't... There's, there's these mounts in the, in the servo covers where the servos actually mount on, but you don't do that. You just stick them down to the... Um, so that basically there's holes in the wing. Stick them in there. And that's it going to be FBV, dear? Yeah. Um, Jack just blew up. Oh, the uh, FPV stupidness mid-air disarming. <laughs> Two. That was crazy. I didn't actually disarm it myself. That was a beta flight bug. But uh, admittedly... Yeah. It might be a bit silly to use stick arming if you're going to fly upside down and put the throttle right down because you might say, I know, I'll do an inverted yaw spin. It's like, oh, no, that's the disarm command, isn't it? But that was... You'd never never seen 30 seconds stretched out for so long because I'm upside down. I was like, I'm just going to hang here because that's quite cool. And then you see the OSD, it just says disarmed. It's like, oh, that's not good. So you're like, arm, arm, it's not arming. You're doing the stick movements. I was like, well, what can I do here? And then you're twigging halfway down. It's like, oh, yeah, it won't arm because it's 180 degrees up and it needs to be 20 degrees, at which point it hits the floor. And you're like, oh. You had a lot to think about. You, you must have been quite high. I, I feel it's about 100 metres-ish, which is quite high in a quad, isn't it? You, you've got loads of time to do stuff upside down. Yeah. But I was very lucky in the fact that the quad was quite balanced. So it didn't tumble. It just sort of came down just like that. But it smashed up the little OLED screen in my... Um, I had a Firefly Q6 on it, which had a little cool screen on it, and that smashed it up, which was a pain. But that's the only thing that broke. It literally came came down. It kind of acted like its own windbreak. It was coming down like that, and it sort of it hit long grass. And that was the only thing. I couldn't believe that was the only thing that broke on it mm-hmm. from that distance. Because meanwhile, of course, you just, like... You flip, you flip down and crash somewhere else, and the arm breaks. It's like, well, what's going on? <laughs> what's your favourite quad at the moment? Oh, easy. It's it's this one, which I just happen to have here. It's the Aurora One Hundred. Have you guys been flying these little micros? 
NJ, take over. <clears throat> yeah, I've been, I've got the one I've been, I just put a video up today on it, actually, uh, is the, the little Ishin lizard. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I saw. Which I've been really uh, <clears throat> just blown away with how, um, you know, I've, I've been throwing everything I can think of at it in terms of freestyle acro. And, uh, yeah, it just seems quite happy to do it. And it's just, it's that, <clears throat> I mentioned it before, it's just the power to weight ratio on these is so great that you can be, and, and there's no, because there's no weight and there's no inertia to it, you can be just diving at the ground, flatten out, and in a five-inch quad, if you haven't got an absolute ton of thrust and very torquey motors to recover, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to go straight into the ground. Whereas these guys just kind of level out and you can, you know, they, it just means you can corner them like house flies. So yeah, I've been super impressed with this thing, having a yes. lot of fun. It's so good. Totally agree. It's the powder weight thing, isn't it? Because you can, I literally fly this around myself and I was like, because I'm, I'm watching myself, um, I'm in the goggles and I was like, I'll do a turn around myself. And it's literally, I can just wrap it around my head without thinking about it. And it's made me think like, you know, the 200 size quads, why are they so slow? I've been trying to, trying to now, where I was quite happy with the way they flew before, since flying this, I've been trying to tune the other quads to try and get that level of performance. Because they've got extra inertia, you flip them into a turn, you've got all that extra stuff. So you need crazy power or crazy camera angle so you can have it over that much to just do it. So I've been experimenting with that. That's quite interesting as well, just to see sort of the way the different setups work. But yeah, yeah I, I think that is in a very good Yeah, totally. Two-inch quads or three-inch? This is two. This guy, I think the, well, yeah, the two-inch, I think that's the, the same for, for curry kit and same kind I, of size. I think they, these are 1900s, but it's, it's essentially about two-inch. Yeah. I've, yeah, just got, no, the, I've just got a build for Jack to do. I've got a Revo 3. With um, I've got all the kit for him to do, so I'm looking forward to that because the 3-inch are looking quite competitive. I've seen quite a few videos of 3-inch flying racetracks and pretty much keeping up, if not some sometimes beating the 5-inch quads. Yeah, I've got a new one that's um, arrived yesterday, actually. So, you know, I fly the Ready Eddy frames, which is the Beast X. That's my main 5-inch frame there, that guy. That's what I do all my acro stuff with. Um, I've just been sent the new Baby Beast, which is, you can see the the frame size difference. Yeah. So that's that's a little 3-inch, and I've got the, uh, the new Cobra 1407... 4,100 kV motors for that. So that should be, and it's a stretch deck, so you can see there's a slightly different uh, layout. But yeah, really excited to build that because the last three inch I built, which is here, just so I happen to have it at hand, which was that little guy. Um, that was great. Really, really impressed with that. And again, you know, I've, I've raced this alongside five inch quads and did pretty well. Led for a couple of laps, you know, they really are great. So yeah, super high power setup like this. I think they're uh, they're, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I've got rather hobby um, 1407s for mine. Yeah, I've got a set of those here too, actually. I've still got an, an Atto build to do, um, uh, which has got those brother hobby motors. So I'll be, that'll be a good one to compare against this with the Cobras. Um, but yeah, the, I think the small, the micros and the, the three inch, everything sub three inch at the minute is getting a lot of attention. Um which is great, um, which is, you know, something I've said before, if they ever do enforce this sub-250-gram rule, which I hope they don't, um, I feel 
less upset about it knowing that these micros can fly so damn well. They do fly really well. I've got a two-inch Upton frame, um, Daniel Upton, and it, and it it flies. It's probably my best flying quad. It flies amazing. And they're these are just push-on two-inch props. You know, you just push them on the motor. They're they're, they're um, brushless, but it's, it flies fantastic. It's pretty pretty quick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't race it. Um, just get you just get pushed out of the way. But for out on the street and flying around the house and stuff, it's great little great fun. This uh, yesterday I got this thing through as a review thing, which is a, a monster seventy six mil, which is so far has been a bit of a dog, actually. What it, it is really bad what they shipped it with. Somehow this came out of the factory. And um, I had a look in Betaflight, what it was set to, and it was set to PPM. And on the receiver, I noticed that was set to PPM. It was all soldered in already. And it just, it would bind, but then I wouldn't get anything on the radio. And I had to open it up, and they'd soldered over the S-Bus um, jumpers. So they'd oh, set yeah. it up for PPM everywhere, and then S-Bus on the receiver. So that didn't work. So I had to re-solder one of the wires. And then trying to take off for the first time to test it out, I then found out they'd put three props of the same rotation on instead of just two. So that right. chicken, chicken dance. And uh, then I then lastly I found out the battery went into um, from from fully charged it went to six point four on takeoff. So wow. there are a few problems with that one. So not all micro things are good. This one's not that good so far. But uh, yeah, I remember. I think Andy RC did a review on that one as well, and he. Came, came, came to the same conclusion as you did. Um, and I think some of the um, the other problem with that one was those those are not particularly great props, are they? Um, those kind of, they don't look like they've been designed for the size, rather rather they're a larger they are, prop. That's they are a cubish shape. I, I found this video because I wanted to double check. I was like, this is crazy. They've soldered this up wrong. And then I was like, oh, no, this is, <laughs> this is part of the course. But, yeah, I saw what you mentioned about the other props. And I did... Um, I didn't FPV it yet. I just hovered it in the garden. I did a quick DVR recording just to see, just to double check that battery was sagging, which it was. And uh, yeah, there was there was some jello on it, and it didn't look particularly good from the probably the props point of view. But I haven't got any other props unless I start hacking down some of these ones. Now we'll try it out and see how it is. Different. Yeah, I've absolutely. Flying, I've been flying one fifties for years, man. He, he, what did I have? What Jack? Are you still there? What did you build me when still I come here. second second place in a couple of years ago at the indoor? He sheets two ten or something. No, uh, he sheets one uh, something one eighty. Yeah, I cut the props with scissors and come second place. Yeah, that was that was hilarious. But yeah, that was such a good quad. It was so well behaved. It really was. It was a cool little thing. Still work that quad. Yeah, I think we still, sorted it, but we still, could upgrade it. It probably needs another. Yeah, I think we should upgrade, upgrade that. I think I think you might yeah. be right. Yeah, stick a new that flight controller. Like, that was two years ago we were flying that indoors. Yeah, flight controller with a receiver on it. To go. Um, that, was a, carry, that was a red five. That was fitted in there. Yeah, they've they stopped supporting it now, Red Fives. Ooh. Yeah. You know, so yeah, F one boards no longer 
no longer a thing. Um, how's your eye nav going? How you're going to put it on or something? Well, that's supposed to be going on a skyhook. That that's yeah. weird. That's like going um, sort of back to basics because it's like oh, it looks like beta flight, but nothing feels like beta flight. It's um, because the, the the build I was doing it for is is complicated by the fact that there's it, it needs um, this crow breaking thing where the the flaps go down and the ailerons go up at the same time to slow it down because the guy that gave me it says if you don't have this you'll come down to land and it'll go on for like a kilometre or something ridiculous because it's so efficient. So I've, mm. I've got it working, but iNav's really weird. I don't know if it's it's about the boards because I've got an Omnibus F3 for this because I thought it'll do the power distribution for me. Uh, I don't have to yeah. think about 5 volts. It'll have an OSD for me so I can see, you know, how far I'm away and the direction home and the voltage and stuff. And it's got the normal PWM pins. But then you look at iNav and it says, okay, the first two PWM pins are always reserved for motors. But, you know, a, a, a few planes have more than one motor. And then you can use, you should be able to use the next six for everything. I was like, no problem. I've got, well, I'm going to have servos, uh, seven servos in there, but I can use the first six. But no, I could only use two because of some bizarreness about if you use the S-Bus connector, then you can't get access to pins three and four unless you change that from that specific s bus connectors over to this other uart so it's all really weird i've never quite spent so much time in a cli doing stuff as i have with um inav before yeah. but it, it's it's early days for it i guess at, at some point it's going to be like maybe beta flight where you just like plug it in you flash the latest version you go off and fly maybe it'd be like that i'll have some models you just drag down and say i have this plane whatever I don't. I don't know many people. Has anybody tried it on quads for um, doing stuff? And I, I guess it works better on like a bigger quads, doesn't it? For doing nav stuff. Oh, come yeah. on, tell us about it then. So I on a, a, a test electro hub. You know, with wooden arms, and it had like a, a you know power distribution board center. You wrote a script on it. It's made of wood. We called it the poo copter because <laughs> it was. It was just horrendously put together. I need a test platform for things. I should have never sold it. And the ESCs were taped up rather than heat shrunk. Like, no even during the whole assembly of that pod. And it flew lovely. <laughs> My outrages. It flew and... longer than a, uh, than a DJI Phantom. <laughs> Connected and then, what? If it crashes, it you can set fire to it and keep warm. Yeah, that's it. Um, we, what was it? A 5,000 milliamp hour battery or something? Yeah, 5, What was 000. the size of that battery? 5,000 milliamp, and we've done what? Uh, over 28 minutes, I think. It's done it, half an hour of flight. Yeah, it was great. Just kept going and kept going. Yeah, and it, you, it got so you flipped it. Up all the gyros, flew it far away, like lost satellite connection by sitting under trees for too long. And it just, it, oh man, anything you could do to it. It was really a, bad it was weather day. Very, very slow at rolling though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it was fine. And then I kind of built this carbon fiber monster. 
Yeah, I have. Have you got uh, it to show? Have you got it there? Yeah, and uh, I've had nothing show but it. problems. Show the frame Basically. though, because you des you designed the frame and everything though, didn't you? Uh, well, I mean, I, I did a crew drawing and then Dan Upton like totally refined it. Drawing it up in the air was... so people can see. Have you got it there? No, I'm not getting it. Oh, don't make me. Is it? Yeah, it's all the way over there. <laughs> it's too far away. It's humongous. No wonder it stayed up in the air so long. What size props did it have? Like 15 inch or something? Seriously, uh, it's um, 69 centimetres. You know, so what, what size props was it spinning? Uh, 10, 9 really, but it can oh, cool. go to. It, it's meant to be on tens, but yeah, like fair place, you know, fair fair place for. The only I was chatting to Johnny, like wrote a riot me, um, or should I say the afterthought me? Um, I uh, I was chatting to Dominic Clifton, and um, look at me name dropping. He he was just like I asked about the omnibuses, and he just goes different ports all over the place and then just try and connect them up uh you know like there's very little thought they try and like rush everything out so if you have got some of the um you know like some of their like earlier revisions and that like the the, the first omnibus boards are really good the seconds are the worst and thirds are all right you know they're kind of they're not kind of sort sort of just things out but like it's oh, man, like for instance, like the second one, the LED uh, shorts onto another pad because it's so close, so awful. That you know the Omnibus F4 with the the um, the power, uh, you know the monitoring system. The current on it. sensor. Yeah, that one. It's yeah. horrendous. Yeah, my one broke. So, so I, had, I, I had one to review from Banggood and um, it's like, oh, it doesn't work. Literally doesn't work because the, um, the the whole power distribution on the bottom of the board fell off and didn't work any, any longer. So it wouldn't actually get any power. So I managed to, um, I was like, oh, I'll put five volts in from my normal um, power distribution. I couldn't be bothered to wire up the sensor because it was going onto an existing quad. And then I found that one of the, the um, PWM ports wasn't working. But it was quite good because I got to use that, um, what was the command called? Resource command to find out how to map a pin to another pin, which is something I didn't know about. So, you know, silver linings. Um, let me just add, keep talking. I mean, for instance, did you ever, um, did you ever multimeter test the, um, you know, like, because you provide it with power and, you know, put a multimeter on the, five volt that's generated on the board you know if it's slightly lower because there's a shit ton of di uh, diodes just doing nothing they just kind of added them for fun <laughs> you know like i don't know if the omnibus is bad or do you think the way it's going because they're cramming so much on the boards now it's like everybody wants like oh, i want built-in escs and i want an osd and oh yeah let's have let's have the vtx on the board as well and also the receiver and it's like this poor thing is like trying to pull down so much power. Something gives to it. 
Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, I did a, a build series on on a quad using the Betaflight F3, and although it just looks like it's going to be such a great idea with everything in one place, it was actually just an enormous mess of wires once you'd actually got everything onto it. Uh, and you sit there and you look at it and you think, oh, actually, this God, how are they going to keep this clean? There's going to be wires crossing all next to each other. Is I'd I, I found it a miracle that there wasn't just a ton of uh, noise in the in the video signal. I'm really surprised they managed to keep the video clean um, and reasonably well filtered with with so much going on, especially a damn great big current sensor on the board as well. Um, so yeah, it's uh, I've, I've got to say, even though the the all in ones are great, I still prefer that traditional stack approach. Um, yeah, it's an in, it's interesting. Yeah, although well, I do like thing goes wrong. Sorry, I, I said I do like the OSD on the board. I I used to use that the little micro minim OSD with the MWOSD firmware, which is really good, but it's just it's such an odd shape. So at the end of like you've got your nice stack, yeah, and then you have to wire that thing up, and it's not ever pointing the right way, and you've got a kind of you've got this sort of hanging off the board, which you sort of stick down there and heat shrink it over, and nothing's quite there. Red hot as well burn so hot yeah. like my passion for tony um <sighs> i'd like to get connected again and again now google please tony okay tony's going to me news just in um uh yeah the, the only thing is is like the separate hardware if anything goes wrong you can just switch bits out yeah you don't get to yeah. hear that you, I, you know, I, I, I agree stuff. with that. I, I do, I do agree with that. The only thing I would say is, like uh, Andy RC pointed out, and I've, I've got to be in the same boat here with all the stuff that I've been sent to review. None of it's gone wrong, and I really want what something to go wrong. One quarter of the ESCs on that single board to go wrong, so I can just say, "Yeah, that's why I'm going to stick single ESCs." But so far, everything's been fine. Do you want me to send you some no. of my stuff? Because I had. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Fly Tower 390 that, get, that destroyed my relationship with Gearbest, it would say, because they like, would you like to review this? And I was like, sure. And like, it's brilliant because, again, you just connect your motors up and it's like, we're ready to go. Do the motor calibration. Okay, let's go move on. And then suddenly the board broke. And then so I emailed the guy from Gearbest forever and sort of stalked him on Facebook, but he managed to avoid me. I tried emailing Fly Tower. It's like, can you help me try and work out what's going on here? Didn't get anything. So I had to I had to come out with a video saying this doesn't work. Maybe yours does, but mine doesn't. It's crap. And then the omnibus has gone wrong. This thing has got three props wrong and had to be resoldered. It's it's not going brilliantly in some ways, but other <laughs> stuff works. So, yeah. If you have ever had after hours chat with Andy RC and ask him about some of the awful stuff that's been sent to him who he doesn't know from <laughs> that is hilarious this is random that, stuff that's, that's, yeah honestly he's like <laughs> I can't review this this is awful and ends up giving it to the charity shop and the charity shops <laughs> refuse to sell it it's that bad <laughs> it's so bad it would make a child's life worse, whatever charity you're uh, trying, to, try, yeah, trying to give it to. Um, oh, 
God, what did I put in my... So, oh, yeah, I was, I was chatting to Don Clifton. So he's got an F7 board. I don't know whether I'm supposed to be talking about it, but he showed us. And, uh, yeah, very interesting. So F7's the best that we're ever going to get. And he's crammed salts on it. And a in little interesting thing that he, four in one, uh, you know, um, ESD or a, power, a separate power distribution board, so, you know, like with the Beatflight board, you can't run all that current through just one of the little pads. He's now put a really big pad and smaller pads for all the run straight for the board and everything's on top instead of on the bottom and on top and so forth. Yeah. It's all laid out quite nicely. Sounds interesting. So, yeah, that's, that, is, that is a bit of a weakness with with the bait flight board. Um, is the, the the worst offender for me is just the fact that you've got the ESC uh, connections uh, power power wise on the underside, um, and it just makes it a real nightmare to wire. I had to kind of when I actually put it together, I made the back two ESC power wires long enough so that I could actually kind of hinge the board up. Um, if I needed to service the underside of it, there's all these things that you think you have to think about before you put one of those together. Yeah. Um, whereas I think there's got to be a fair few people that have just kind of maybe wired the whole thing, maybe flipped it over, wired it, flipped it back over and then built everything, but then have an absolute nightmare task disassembling to, to service anything on the board. Um, mm -hmm. So there's all these little things you have to take into account, I guess, whereas obviously with the traditional one, it's just pop the top one off and work on the power stack if you want. And, yeah, it's um, that's really interesting that he's thought about that because, yeah, the build side of it is is really, really, uh, really important. But it's it's such a small space, you know. There's only physically so much you can you can, you can can cram onto the top side. So we're talking so, about... Sorry, let me interrupt. We're talking about F7 boards and F3 and F4. Race Flight are running F4 boards. Beta Flight decided to go F3. Um, why is F7 going to be the best board or the end board? And well, why did, and why did, and why did Boris go F3 and not F4 or F7? So F4 is the ports. Is that right, NJ? So yeah, but basically, inverter issue. yeah. There's 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 no there's no. Um, if you look at what the F3s are doing in terms of uh, look at how efficient the code is now. Uh, I mean, if we go back to some of the earlier versions of the code, you can see where the CPU level was sitting, and now you know it's right on the floor. The code's been so well optimized um, on an F3. The F4, there's just so much headroom for for the math that's going on. It's just not needed. You just you don't need. Um, the F3s aren't, you know, they aren't a, a bottleneck in the system, if you like. So there's, there's really at the minute, there's no need to uh, to go any higher. Certainly not higher than F4 right now. Um, and that was the main reason I think why why Boris uh, went F3 in the in the first place with the bait flight board. He didn't see there was a need um, uh, to go any higher. But um, in terms of speed and reaction speed, of course, the other the other limiting factor in there is is air is you know the the aerodynamics of the whole thing. Um, there's only there's only a there's a, a finite speed that we need everything to respond to, um, and I, I yeah I, I just don't think we're going to actually need to go uh, into the into the realms of of crazy high processing 
Um, we don't need it. No, but future proofing. It also, we someone like Boris could use it for development testing. And if you don't release it to everyone or you don't push the boundaries, it's room for ideas. I, I learned something the other day. You know the um, Dominic started making the LED code, a new LED code for like programming all your LEDs. And then they used that code and modified it to make D-Sharp. There's like loads of little things where they're starting to use and no longer use and using it for like seeing other ideas from it and things, which I found quite interesting. I need to get Dominic on one of his days, but I worry that Tony's head will explode. It probably will, but... It people. probably will. Do you know what I mean? He'll be like, I'm science here, fucking lizard people, thrown out. Stop, you know, I'm spreading isopropanol everywhere and burning the place. It would be interesting to have Dom on. I might give him a message later and ask him to come on. Maybe we can get him on next week. I give you his phone number. Annoying people. I annoy people until they come on. What is ProShop 1000? No idea. Any idea, uh, guys? I've not looked into the uh, into ProShop 1000. I've heard of it, but um, that's probably a question uh, Zero might might know. I'll wait and see if he responds to that. He seems to be one of these people that stays right on top of the uh, right on the bleeding edge. You're on the spot now in the chat. Whereas my mm. point of view is, it's like. Oh, this quad flies all right, and then something else comes out, and it's like, well, I'm not going to update it because it's all right. It's kind of like there's um back back when like the one shot stuff came out, there was this great big leap from like the PWM stuff to one shot, and then the sort of the loop time went to like two kilohertz, and that was good. But it seems like everything since then's been improvements, but little increments, which like eh, you can take it or leave it. It kind of depends. It's kind of like I suppose F3 versus F4 versus F7. I, my F3 board, I can turn everything on and run it fast, and it's like it's up to like you know 19% utilization. It's like, come on, I need more stuff to run so I can make the CPU do stuff. There's not that much. Yeah, happening. it's it's the it's the thing of diminishing returns, isn't it? There's there's yeah. a point at which you know that as you say, it's so incremental now. Those those steps are you know prop wash is getting smaller and smaller, and you know the tunes are getting better straight out the box everything's you know those those every time you double the speed of the esc and it's doing exactly as you say those little changes are getting smaller and smaller and smaller to the point where we don't then need exponentially more cpu you know it's it's we're getting to the point where it's just fine where where it is i mean how much how much better can the flight characteristics get i think we're uh, we're going to approach that that point fairly soon well, in the chat, they're talking pro shot has already been superseded by Disco 2000. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I remember you, when the, the, disco, the disco was an affectionate term for a TBS oh, frame, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Or a <laughs> middle school dance. <laughs> so pro shot must be one of the, the, the 32-bit ESC protocols, perhaps. Um <sighs> I have got no idea. I am so out of the loop. Man, I'm just going through some of your old videos like We need to get our we need to get our subscribers on. Huh? 
I need to get some of our subscribers live chat. They know you, about... need, you need the ESC protocol experts just to explain them and say, why is this better? What does this do? Why does it make me a better pilot? What um what what RPGs did you used to play? Oh look, Paper Mario. Well, an you, RPG. Sorry, I'm fascinated. What's your favourite Final Fantasy? Yeah, I've only I've only ever finished one Final Fantasy game. Would you believe? After starting loads of them, I haven't even finished huh? Final Fantasy Seven. I've I've finished Final. No, wait, Fa- I haven't either. <laughs> They're too long. They go on and on and on. Yeah, it's a life commitment. Final Fantasy games, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, and I I have this oh, bad no. habit, especially with games where I used to like collect so many. It's like I'll start playing something, I'll get 20 hours, and it's like, oh, this has come along now. And then you try and go back into some RPG, and you can't remember if, like, you know, especially with these Japanese ones, it's like, oh, this hero has now betrayed me, and his dad is now someone else in my past, and I have to time travel back to here to find out some other stuff. But um, I don't know, the favourite I played lately was on the SNES, because I I still have my Electro stuff, which was Chrono Trigger. I put, like, 40 hours into playing that on, like, a... an Android tablet with a proper joystick and stuff, and that was really you, cool. They're releasing the new mini snares, yes. so it might be out on that. It might be. I don't know. You'd have to check it out. But I've just put a, a link in the chat because um, someone looked at... Do you remember, like, PS1s? They used to be able to chip them. So now you can flash an Arduino, chip your own PlayStation. So I've got a Japanese version of um, Final Fantasy Seven. so I, I want to be able to play that. I have a clue what's going on. I've got the original version, but yeah, I just thought a fun little project to do. So I might record me doing that, being like, oh, and wishing what I had an assistant. What pid loop would that be running it? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's only uh, eight, you know, uh, is it 16 bit like um, PlayStation? The first PlayStation one was 32 bit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was way ahead of its time. Yeah, sorry. Well, the yeah, N64, wasn't that 64 bit? No. I, don't know. I can't remember. It's it was supposedly. Maybe it had a 32 bit bus, but could do two instructions at a time or something bizarro. Yeah, 32 bit. Yeah. Yeah, Snez, I can solder your U games, Jack. Lol. So, Carrie Kitten, cool. I've got to ask, um, what's what's exciting? What's around the corner? What's what's next for the channel? Um, I don't know. I've got a bunch of regular reviews. I've always got... Um, I, I started making a document about when I found ideas. I was like, oh, I must try this. I, I try and write it down. So, my most exciting things for me are perhaps the, the, the things that bore other people, which is like, oh, I wonder if I can do this like bizarre little thing and uh which i don't want to talk about because it's kind of like oh then someone else must steal my idea but i've got um no but if you say it here first then it's a reference for i did it first is it uh well well the sooner you get it out there and you can record that you've come out with the idea because no doubt you'll just get to the editing stage and you've done it and then someone will release it first Or, or someone will say oh the people have already done that so yeah, I mean, so some so, something, for example, that I've got the bits to do, and I'm trying to get round to it, which other people have already done, is I bought, I went to the Entertainer Toy Store when I was out with my daughter, and we found one of these little polystyrene gliders for like three quid, 
And oh, I'm the gonna, chalk one. Yeah. And uh, we tested it, and you know, one of the tails fell off uh, the 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 um the rudders and stuff. But we're going to convert that to RC and FPV it if we can. And it's like I spent a, a year thinking about how to do. I did a bottle rocket wing where we we um we had my old uh, wing wing Z eighty four, which is about eight hundred mil, and we three D printed some bits to put a bottle on it, and then we pressurized it up with a bicycle pump and started launching that. And I managed to do like a sort of 10 second FPV flight through that. That sort of thing's good fun. So I had some some other ideas about could you use like a quad to put someone in a and I, I will say this is being done safely when we get to do it. Can I put someone in a vehicle, have them drive using FPV goggles of me flying along third person watching them with a quad? Will they crash or will they be able to drive? Because it's a bit like playing Grand Theft Auto. You you've used to that overhead sort of uh viewpoint so surely it'd be easy you know what there's a great video if you haven't already seen it of someone it was a football game and everyone everyone was in a top down view it was a top down thing and they were just like so funny going around like this and they would pick the ball i think it was the goalkeeper that was just hanging onto the ground for dear life just just (laughs) crawling couldn't handle it at all it's brilliant yeah, that sounds like a good test. So you could, so part of the direction of the channel sounds like a bit um, sort of like the Colin Firth of RC. <laughs> well, I've, you know, there's always like sort of reviews and flights and stuff like that. But I've I've always got these little projects sort of bubbling under about let's let's try that. And I love um, whenever I try and meet up with friends, uh, especially one of my mates, Crikey, he always comes up with these interesting ideas. Like we're on. We're on the south coast, and his his thing is like, should we fly to the Isle of Wight and back one day, and see if we could do that? Which brings the old like, Ooh, do you want to put that on YouTube or not? But it's an interesting, it's always oh, an interesting yeah. technical test for it, isn't it? Because mm. I'm like, I was, yeah, I'm man. slightly, I'm slightly afraid about crashing into the water. And he makes the point about when we fly, because we can we can find a bit. It's in about like three four kilometers. It's like when we've been out of three four kilometers, we've not crashed before. Therefore, just having water in the way won't make it bad. So, mm. yeah, those those ideas kind of excite me because it's something a little bit different. The only... I, mean, I like doing the reviews and flying the quads and just getting out with with friends and doing this stuff. But um, my own little things that I think about and think, oh, I wonder if we can do this sort of thing and a, bit, a little bit different and uh, it will involve me trying to, you know, design something or printing something out on the printer to try and make stuff happen is always... Uh, different and exciting you could so do i think the only illegal thing that you could do from the isle of Wight is that you wouldn't be in um line of sight on a boat chasing it yeah we could we could go with that yeah we were on the boat all the way no problem <laughs> yeah you know i think i think that is possible because there's a who was that guy who who used to work on a, 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 a like cruise ship, right? And he'd like fly around the cruise ship. In the oh, day. is that that Australian oh, yeah, plane? Yeah, yeah. he hasn't yes. posted for ages, is he? Because he 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 would only post a video for. I a think while, he lost he'd off. invariably lose his quad into the sea at some point. Yeah, but, but all the footage out about at that point was brilliant, and then it's like to return to home. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch him. He used to do some really good videos. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. What was his name? I can't remember his name. No way. Tina Stormcaller says there's an airport on the 
through. So you need to be careful about flying in their space. I landed. So, but, you know, maybe if you had someone with a CAA license and got permission to do it, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it's 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 it'd be nice to do it sort of under the radar. It's it's kind of, there's there's a whole bunch of um you know videos I also keep unlisted and just say hey look what we did. Mm. But... <laughs> no, mate, now like please like send me the links, please. You're gonna be another but, mad dog to me. Not an official one. There are still meets at that field, but the guy that was organising it. Rich is is having real life situations that he's still sorting out for the last couple of years. So there there are great Hazley meets, and there was one, um, there was one a couple of weeks ago. In fact, there's one in August, but it's it's now only fixed wing because there was an incident with a phantom in someone's garden who came across and threatened someone with a shotgun. <laughs> what? He didn't actually have it with him, but he said he was going to go and get it. So there was there was an agreement with the village that there would be no um, no quads there anymore. It's just fixed wing. But yeah, that, that's that's great fun to um, just get together with everybody, it's try and chase fun. each other around. It's, if anyone gets a shotgun out, it's always fun. <laughs> it's it's fair to it. I mean, phantoms... Yeah, that might be worth a challenge. The the quad out the sky, then or be it. Yeah. <laughs> 250 versus shotgun. Yeah. That'd be a good video. I think, yeah, 100. Any news 100 from Dan? And um, has anyone heard from Dan about Fright Night this weekend? Tone, did he post back in the chat? It's happening tomorrow. Fright, it... flight night, fright night. Oh, I don't know if we're going to go live. <laughs> As an uploading thing, but it's going to happen tomorrow. So, um, you, you want to see me cry like a girl? Yeah, sight camera type out of that quad because you're going to need that to be able to wander around because you're not allowed a torch. Yeah. Mate, I'm going to call. I'm going to call it there. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I'm just going to put a link in the description um, for any of you that aren't already subbed to Curry Kitten. There's his channel. Go on and go along and, and give him a, a sub. And look forward to seeing some uh, some exciting projects and, and bits and pieces soon. Yeah, and I may even finish that glider eventually. So don't forget, <laughs> thank you. Curry Kitten, thank you so much. I hope being on Let's Drone Out wasn't too traumatising and that you had fun. I did indeed. I'll get over it, you know. It was about fun. It's always about fun. We we do have to have some comic in there as well because it's not just drones. We have other people listening in, so we try to make it a bit bit different. That was cool. Cheers, guys. Pleasure. Great to have you on. Tony, what was the dot? It turned out to be a a Tony. Tony, last week, Tony saw a dot out the window. It took ages to get it. Uh, it was a balloon. I think someone was 60. <laughs> Curry kitten, please send help. <laughs> I can't believe one. People are interested, though. Stuck Keeps with coming back, Jack. It was Tick. real. It was a real thing. It, oh, it was a 60th birthday. Right. So, yeah. So, look forward to Tony crying like a bitch. And don't that forget this. D cards. Cool.
I'll catch you later, guys. Thank you, and good night. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Drone Out. Peace! Telemetry lost.